want to learn about random stuff. Thanks, tiny computer. Thanks, tiny computer. Thanks, tiny computer. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. That's Taryn. That's Sheridan. And this is Thanks, Thanks, Tiny Computer. Computer. How are you? I think you have something great to tell me. (laughs) Unique New York. (laughs) Unique New York. Unique New York. A little tip from the pros, <laughs> Taryn and I. Um, if you want to have your own podcast, you better do some mouth warm-ups. We do it every week. Maybe mm-hmm. we're joking. Maybe we're serious. I remember specifically Miss Black. Wait, Miss Blackwood at... <gasps> the yep. choir teacher at Elliot. Yeah, the music teacher at Elliot. And it I was, want to creep on her now. Mm, I'm sure she's dead. I bet she was only 40 years if old. If you are alive. Oh my God, she probably was. <laughs> That is the like the most common thing that the teachers and I talk about is we thought all of our teachers were so old. I and bet really, they were our age. It is very hard I for me to wrap my head Black around that. Miss Blackwood was older than some of the other teachers, but I bet she was only in her forties. I remember her. She had little grandma. She had like dark, dark, hair. dark, dark, curly hair. And but she, she did it like a grandma. Yeah, it was such a little grandma, curly, curly hair, and then she had a big curly bangs and then i remember she always talked about how she would do her makeup on the way to school and i never could think about how you could drive and do makeup and i was like oh now as an adult the i know only, you stop at red lights the right? only memory i have from that class this girl oh no here we go she, she was like i'm cold and we had to stand next to each other i I still don't like her to this day. Oh, you're going to have to tell me her name after this. <laughs> she And I said, I'm not cold or something. I replied to her. And she goes, I guess that's because you just have more insulation than me. The girl said that? Yeah. Did she even know what insulation is? She was calling me fat. Did she think, what if you had on like a snowsuit and you were like, I'm not fat. It's my snowsuit. <laughs> First of all, we didn't have snowsuits. I did. I remember. I did not. A mom just put a shitload of clothing on me and Walmart sacks Ma- and made me hate snow. Mom bought me this. I'm sure it's from like garage sale or uh, just between friends type of situation. Bright purple snowsuit, like the overall ones. Uh-huh. And it never would snow while I had them. And then finally it snowed. And I was like, yes, I got that snowsuit. And I like went and got it. And it was so tiny. <laughs> and I was like curses <laughs> i wanted to wear a snowsuit for once in my life so i probably still wore it knowing me and overalls my <laughs> loved overalls but the love so of overalls I, was strong i do want to say one thing about my experience in choir and uh, music class is we did a play every year in I elementary school bless that one bless her because i can't even imagine and she did a one for every grade every year every grade every year But I think some of them were blended grades. That might be true. But I never did. Never had that. I don't remember. I can tell you all of them. I won't. I don't want to bore you guys about my life. But okay. But we did Wizard of Oz third grade. I wanted to be Dorothy so bad. And I'm not super out. I'm Okay. I'm really outgoing. I'm not stage outgoing. I don't want to get on a stage and talk to people. Yeah. Henry. Henry. You know, this is important about my life. This is my therapy time. How dare you? And I, so she was like, okay, so sing for me, sing the song. And I was like, somewhere over the ra-. Like, I mean, I was just like getting. Honestly, you were born for the stage. I, 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 I was born for the stage with like stage fright. Yeah. <laughs> and so I. You could I, have overcome. I gave it my all and she was like, 
great job. Right. And really and then, saying like this. Somewhere around That's probably even better. That's probably better than I really did. <laughs> I probably sang so bad. And she's like, great. Good job. And then I remember who got it. Allie Weaver, if you're listening. <laughs> she did a great job. Whatever. <laughs> and everybody got these great parts. And I was like, man, I tried out for like a lead part. And guess what I got? Lullaby League. That's right. <laughs> Me, I did, did not. I guess it didn't cross my mind to audition or something. I don't have any recollection of the opportunity. But I did do the talent show. That's right. And let's hear it. I <laughs> Here's your redemption time. First of all, I was obsessed with Alanis Morissette. You like did. everyone you in fourth grade. <laughs> and or maybe it was fifth grade. And I was like. Isn't it ironic? I mean, all day, that every was day. Song. That, that was, was a- my jam. It was everyone's jam. And I remember, like, anyone could sign up, I guess. You totally could. <laughs> Shall we wait? <laughs> it's like he's purposefully doing this. Doing? He wasn't moving. For, and, like, an hour. Until we started recording. <laughs> anyway, so I get up on, I. it's my turn to go out. I walk out on stage, and I thought it would just be the, like, school population. Nope. It was shoulder to shoulder, packed. Every parent was there. They packed out that elementary school gym. Seriously, that gym was over capacity. Not a ticket left, guys. And I'll never forget, I totally froze up. The girls start playing my cassette tape. They were playing the wrong side, the side with the bad word. And I was like, it, not only was I having terrible stage fright, but then they were playing the wrong side. And I was like, I don't know the words to this side of the song. <laughs> like, I knew every word. But I can't let on, though. I, and I was like, uh, and the girls were like the older girls. And they were like, we love this song. You can do it. Like, they were so sweet trying to cheer me on. And I just stood there. And then I walked off the stage. OK, so what what grade do you remember doing this in? I want to say fourth or fifth grade. Okay. I was going to say, I remember I was sitting super close to the stage, like on the floor. And I was like, this is it, guys. That's my sister. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, so. I'm so sorry. Disappointed. I was so pumped. I was like, look at this. Watch her. So what were you? I was like rocking. I was about to rock out to Lannis with you. And I was like, yeah, I got up on my knees. Like, I was like sitting real starry eyed at you. And you're like. I was like. Fuck yeah! The feeling I'm like blushing Free right bird. now. Free bird. <laughs> I was like, uh, that's not that's always no, I'm just kidding. Like I feel this I'm sure I was great like, sense of shame to this day. I was like, they wronged you. Like I, I nothing you did wrong. I was like, those bitches messed up your tape. No, I didn't know. That's but I did think that. And then I remember so if you had been in sixth grade, I would have been in what, third grade? Mm-hmm. So when you went to sixth grade, it was third grade. They were like walking us around the school on the first day of school. And we walked past the gym and I saw like big, like the older kids in there. And I was like looking for you. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that might be my sister's class. And I was like, I just started bawling. Aww. And I was like, like hardcore bawling. And the teacher was like, what's wrong? And I was like, my sister is in sixth grade. Aww. So she doesn't go to school here anymore. And she was like, 
okay all right and i was like <laughs> i think like it was so emotional to me that i just realized like oh we really aren't at the same school anymore Aww. i know i really like you that's so sweet <sighs> i think being like the oldest i'm going through all the experiences before you so i'm not thinking about you i'm thinking about the dread of going into sixth grade sure of course so i'm not thinking oh sheridan's going into third grade big and fucking she'll be deal sad. <laughs> good luck on your reading test hope nerd. you don't get miss i have a nut Oh, sorry. Sorry, Miss I never know. She did, too. No, I'm just kidding. Oh Taryn, think about how long ago. Miss I was 30 years old. She was not. She really was not. She was older. Yeah, I'm so sorry. And if any of our teachers are listening and you still are alive, please write to us and tell us how things have been going. Speaking of RIP teachers, Mark McDonald passed away. Yeah, I saw that a while back. I feel terrible. I He was my favorite teacher in high school. Really? Yes. And he, he even met Devin and I at Guthrie Green. I was there. I remember that. Yeah. And he was he was a mess. I have to sneeze. But he, <laughs> you're just going to have to hold it. I'm scared. <laughs> my eyes are watering. This, this is a thing. Say, so beauty first. <laughs> We're losing our minds. Y'all didn't know this was the teacher edition. The teacher Where's edition. Where's your sneeze? I, it's... <laughs> It is in here. Our listeners are anticipating Thanks this. for the offer of a beverage. <laughs> oh, sorry. You want to sip my... No. Uh, your backwash? <laughs> can of backwash? I'm not freaking eight All right. Old. I'm sorry that you just found out about Mark McDonald. He wrote Devin and I a sweet poem for our love of each other. Why did he do that? Mark was like my favorite teacher. I junior and senior year I took him as much as I could he screamed at me he was he was an alcoholic yeah um and he had this fiery Scottish temper that was his thing oh he said that about himself yeah like he, I mean I say that about myself too but. he was Scottish he was really into that and he would scream at the class and one day I made him mad but he really probably what happened was like I had developed a relationship with him, so I was surprised when he was being a dick to me or something, and I mouthed off, and then he was like, he screamed at me, and like, he would turn scarlet red, and he, that's like how hard he would scream at us, and I just started crying, of course. (laughs) Story of my life. Sorry, Tan and I's school experiences involve tears a lot of the time. (laughs) Every experience involves tears for me. (laughs) Either in the moment or after, maybe before, but yeah, me too. I never had him, but I do remember having to go in his classroom one time to sell t-shirts for the leadership class. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, like I walked in, I was like, hey, I'm going to sell t-shirts for, and he was like busy doing stuff. Like he had a couple of kids around his desk. I think it was like, um, what's it? Le- uh, yearbook. He did yeah. yearbook. I was in yearbook, journalism, English. I did all those. Just kidding. Because he was the teacher. So I go in and he's like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Like go away. And I was like all right, I'm going to try and sell some shirts in here. And like me and my little partner person. And she was like being all like talking to people. And I was like, Hey guys, I'm trying to like sell some shirts. Who wants to buy a shirt? Homecoming 2006, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, everybody was like, Ugh. and he was like, get out of my club. Nobody in here is buying a t-shirt. And I was like, bye. And I just like walked right out of there. He was, I was like, I don't care. And I went back and I told Mrs. Wallace and I was like, Hey girl, I don't want room, whatever that room was, because it was like all of our names were written down. He was down in the newer part class. Yeah, he was like right across from Mrs. Wallace's room. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, I'm not going to that room or whatever. I was like, I'll go to Miss George. 
she's cool and i'll go to whoever but i'm not going to mr mcdonald's room and she was like oh well that's unfortunate i'm sure she knew they all knew oh well i he had a following there were us kids that loved him i guess that's true i just hung out in one room i hung out in the art room because i was that was me i was cool i didn't do art i did drama that's true we were like you were in this room and i was in this room yeah mrs harrington mrs wasane what's up girl we actually are still homies uh, so is Miss Harrington and I. Well, we're we're friends on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Shared Instagram. Also, shout out to Alex Hurtado because I do this all the time because of her. She's like, uh, um, I'll explain in verbally. What no, I'm doing. let's do a boomerang for social media because oh, okay. we gotta work on our social media game. If you have any, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyone want to do our social if media? If you have a need for, for a free job, <laughs> this is an internship, non-paid internship, but it will get you in the door. It we will promise. give you the training you need. We will give you a good referral. We we will give you the best referral. I'm actually really good at referrals. I have a lot of people who still call me and be like, "Can I add you as a referral?" And I'm like, "Yes, 100." percent and I don't like hang out with them on a daily basis. I, I, I really don't, don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I don't hang out with anybody on a daily basis, but <laughs> these people I don't see ever. And they call me and they're like, hey, I'm just writing you down for a referral. And I'm like, cool. And then a place will call me and I'm like, yeah, they're wonderful. I worked with them. And I say 10 stars. I give them the most shiny reviews ever. And then they suck. And then I never follow up if they get the job or not. <laughs> so I don't know if it worked out or not, but. Anyways, you have to get off of your phone now. Oh. Stop staring at your phone. <laughs> well, I can't because my friend's baby is so cute. Is your, is your friend's baby so cute? <laughs> He's so cute. Let me see him. Oh my God. <laughs> the only thing that would make that baby cuter is a nice Cardi B manicure. <laughs> Just kidding. Taryn, what this is this baby with a Cardi B manicure? <laughs> What if we did a podcast? <laughs> Look at him. She never listens to me. <laughs> All the things are rattling. Oh, my God. You guys, his onesie. First of all, I have a really big thing about babies and zip up onesie sleepy things. It's covered in sushi. Oh, she has the cutest style. My He's favorite. always adorable. Does he have A, a scab, B, a beauty mark? Or C, a piece of food on his face. I think it's B, a beauty mark. Oh, my God. I know. God. I knew you'd love that about him. He's my little twin. Isn't he adorable? As an I'm an adorable baby. I that really sushi I want to hold him really bad. Um. Also, another thing that would make this baby cuter is if he had to have glasses. He looks like he, he's going to have glasses. His mom wears glasses and his dad wears glasses. And his mom has killer style and wears, like, the cutest glasses. I always get a... This is the two things that happen to me when I see a baby in glasses. One, I get overwhelmingly excited because it is the cutest thing. And then right after I am done being super excited, I get really sad that that baby has that bad of eyesight. It has to wear glasses already. But they're so cute. But uh, then I go back to being excited. This is his mom and dad. Yeah. Glasses are in that baby's future. Sorry, little one. But aren't they cute? Yeah, they're real cute. I know. Um, so what if we had a podcast where all we did was scroll through our phones and talk about all the <laughs> things we see? Because literally right before I started recording this with you, I was going to say before we started recording this, but whatever, you showed me that bank of memes for parents 
<laughs> and I just sat there and like laughed and scrolled through them. What if I had been recording and I was just like, huh, this one's funny. It says, and I just read it out loud. It's like audio it's like MS- scrolling. MSR. Wait, what's it called? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> NSU radio. NES, it's RSU radio. <laughs> RSU radio. She couldn't even get the right college in there. It's TCCU Tulsa Credit Tulsa Community College Credit Union Radio. Boa Radio. I'm so sorry if you're listening to this right now, but you like it. They love it. Wait, I what? What is it called when you listen to people's sounds? ASMR. ASMR. Oh, I was so off. You were. (laughs) You said NSU Radio. I liked it. I'm okay with it, but not, no. Well, so we're getting ready to leave for Arches National Park. That's right. Almost 10 years, well, actually a little over 10 years ago, we had gone as a family. And um, as you guys know, we lost our father in July. And we are going to go as a family to Arches and spread some of his ashes. Yep, we went there as a family on a trip, and we really loved it. It was beautiful, and also he had spent some time on a leadership training type of course thing, and the knolls, knolls in the desert, and just really enjoyed that part of it, and seemed to always hold a special place in that for that in his heart. So that's where we're gonna spread some of his ashes. Yeah, we're excited. Have you done any like um, planning or packing or anything for the trip? absolutely not oh man i almost thought you were gonna say yes and then i was like i hope she hasn't either because i haven't here's the thing um i'm very excited to go on vacation but i'm also like it's a very emotional trip yeah and i have a lot of distractions right now because my in-laws are having a lot of health issues so that is preoccupying me from the things that i Not that I would rather be doing because I care about my in-laws and I want to take care of them. But like, it's just a lot going on in my life right now. Right. And I think also like you are such a planner and packer and really good at going on a trip. Yeah. You you do all the things to get ready for a trip. So normally, you know, oh, we're going on this trip. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to be prepared. But you're really distracted. And this isn't a vacation trip exactly it's it is it's a memorial trip yeah we're gonna have a wonderful time and we're excited to go but it's for a different reason so it's a little bit harder and um but i have not done anything for it miller said the other day i'd like to help you start packing and i was like cool what should we put into the suitcase (laughs) because i'm so proud of her i know she's been real cute about it and i said we need to go buy you some new tennis shoes for it since we're going to be doing hiking I just figured I'll be wearing leggings and t-shirts the whole time. And, like, I'll take my Uggs and hiking boots and... I don't even have Uggs. Do I have to buy those? No, it's just because it's going to be chilly don't at night. Don't forget to bring a swimsuit for the hot <gasps> tub. Oh, my God. Okay, so, again, this I'll isn't a vacation so... trip, but we are kind of pumped about the hot tub. I cannot Look, lie. Th- okay, think about Amazon Prime for a second. Okay, I think about it a lot. I do, too. But... Okay, back in the day when you'd forget your vacation attire, like your swimsuit, and you go to the beach, Devin, you can Amazon Prime in a day. Oh, you are so smart. (laughs) Seriously, I never thought about that. But I will pack a swimsuit. Yeah, same, but that's so smart. You're right. Or also, wait, wait, what about going to just like a Walmart and getting one? Well, some places won't have swimsuits in in October. Okay, good point. 
Also, though, if it was a hot tub and we're going to get it at night and I forgot my swimsuit, y'all would be seeing me in my underwear and a shirt. Sorry about you. No, I think that's fine. I might just do it anyways. Now you said it's fine. Just kidding. I will. I won't. Girl. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. Well, what else have you been doing this week? Uh, work. Always work. That's all I have interesting that goes on in my life. And it's not even interesting. But we did have like a Wednesdays are for PD, which is professional development, which means basically right now what we do is just online courses for training and stuff. But today we got to just kind of meet with other teachers. Mm -hmm. And so I just met with like three other teachers. We had this like fun little Zoom and we just talked the whole time and it was so great. And I loved it. And I was like, cool. Honestly, that's part of professional development is building and maintaining relationships with your coworkers. Yeah. And I would like to say that we actually did do some work. Then we did a course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to make sure you guys know. Like, I didn't just slack off. But I am the one that tried to make everybody slack I- off. I'm going to so. tell you right now, my sister has never been such a freak and stress head about work until this year. She screamed at me on the phone the other day and I was like, she's, she's having a stressful day. <laughs> I did not. I don't want to do this on the pod, but I will. I won't do this on the pod. You want me to do this on the pod? I don't know. I'm very conflicted. Taryn called me. Hey, this is how she's talking. Hey, um, just a little worried about the dogs. Um, can you go to the house and let them in the house? And I was like, okay. I'm like, oh yeah. And I was like, okay. And we got off the phone. Miller and I got in the car, start driving. And she's like, text me literally i literally had just pulled out of the driveway and she was like please text me when you get them in the house and i was like okay got it like okay everything's fine then i am one mile down the road me and taryn live three miles from each other three miles from each she lives on this road i live on that road and three miles away from each other and she's like sheridan are you almost in the house and i was like yes taryn yes I'm really stressed out. Like, I literally stopped what I was doing for work to go do this for her. I was so stressed out about work. I was super appreciative. And then she's like, okay, I just, I, somebody let the dogs in the house. I was like, who a ghost? And she was like, yes, maybe a killer and a murderer. And I was like, okay, well, when I get to your house, I'll let you know if I don't get killed. Like, I was just trying to like get there because I'm driving. She's been literally panicking me the whole time, (laughs) stressing me out. Now I'm thinking, God, maybe the... I was thinking, this is what I really thought. Taryn, murderers don't, like, kindly let your dogs in the house. But then I was like, but what if they're trying to kill the dogs? Now I'm panicked. And then I'm pulling on to her road. And she calls me again and says, okay, so I did some investigating. And she's, like, so calm again. It was my housekeeper. She let the dogs in. And I was like, cool. All right. And she's like, I just want you to know that you didn't get murdered. And I was like, okay, I'm just trying to do some work, trying to go home. Now that I've made it all the way to your house and you tell me now that everything's fine, I'm going to turn around and go home. And then Miller was literally playing on her iPad the whole time. And we got home and she's like, oh, this is, she goes, this this isn't TT's house. I was like, yeah, it's not. It's our house. I just drove you around. Yale for a little bit. Now we're home. I have two <laughs> two arguments in retaliation. Oh, God. Here we go. First of all, I'm under a lot of stress, too, right now. <laughs> so fair, maybe, fair maybe I reacted a little strongly. Yes. 
secondly, my other argument is you have the tendency to be the one who cannot handle stressful situations. So I feel like I should get a pass when I couldn't keep my cool. Sure. It's like that time I had to call you to tell you that your card got hit. And I was like, hey, Terrence, me, your sister's three o'clock in the morning. Your car was <laughs> I don't know how to tell people bad news. So Also, <laughs> Miller locked herself in the bathroom and sure to made us bust our window out. We are not even about to go here right now. I was a flaming ball of I was going to murder everybody in your house that night. So and why was everyone at my house? Everyone was at your house. Was it Easter? <laughs> <laughs> everybody was everybody. at my house. And so when I'm in panic mode, I need everybody to stop talking. You don't want to be around her when she's in panic my mode. My little baby was trapped in the bathroom panicking and everybody's like, hey, everything's fine. And I was like. Everything's not fine. Can you call? We, we were actually just trying to get Sheridan to relax so that she wouldn't stress Miller out more. And we were we were really trying to help her. Now I will say there's some mouthier people in the family. That's really what set me off. Yeah. It wasn't and, like, and we were just really trying to help Sheridan. Like we understand it's stressful. She's she's confined and safe. Everybody just wanted to see me go off, so I did. <laughs> I went off on the whole family. And I was like. And then I was like, and she's like, I'm busting out the window, bitch. And then I was like, y'all can't help me do this. And I was like, boom, punching the door. It's fine. Miller's obviously not dead in someone's bathroom still. She's alive and well, but it was really stressful. I don't like stressful I know I don't. I'm just, I'm just saying when I called you, I was like, really? I'm having one stressful moment. She won't let me be stressed out. I thought I was, and then, but it was just because it was all back to back, and I was in the middle of stress. I know. I was like this, I'm trying to record via, and talk, trying to teach Miller Spanish, and I don't know how to <laughs> just speak Spanish. And then she's crying, and I'm crying, and then you're calling me, and you're like, "Hey, everything's fine." And I was like, "Great, Taryn's freaking out. I have to save Taryn too, because uh, people, I want to help everybody." And uh, okay, I really didn't think that this was going to be a therapy session, but it is. So. This is what it is. Well, you I appreciate me- you for dropping everything. And I knew I was like, I know Sheridan has so much going on right now. But I I tried to call mom. Mom didn't answer. Go figure, Steph. And then I called you and you. I knew you would answer. But I didn't. You were my second choice because I knew you were working. Really what was going on was like, oh, God, I really don't want to work right now. I was like, ring, ring. Yes, I'll go let your dogs in. <laughs> oh, my God. I can leave. You're like, there's literally no reason to be stressed, Taryn. This is what I was hoping for all day. <laughs> I'm on the way to save the dogs. And then you. Then I was mad at you because I didn't get to save the dogs. That's really what happened here. <laughs> your housekeeper let them in? That was my job. I was going to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> and then now we're going to tell some spooky stories. <laughs> Speaking of spooky stories, I started listening to Spooked. I can't. I actually... I'm scared. I got scared just now. (laughs) I was feeling all confident listening to it. And then Devin, not last night, but the night before last and the night before that, two nights in a row. You're not supposed to do that. We just say yesterday. (laughs) Two nights in a row the other day, Devin stayed the night at his parents' house. And I was like, I can't listen to this. Taryn, you are not allowed to listen to that alone. I didn't. Oh, Okay. I, I it came on and it was like this is spooked. <laughs> and he's so good. He has such a good voice. I started it that day that you texted me and I was like, Oh, I'm fine. I can do this. Miller was not home. 
<laughs> no. I was like, and it was like daylight. And then I was like, hang on. It's going to get dark soon. I know. I was all confident because Devin was here. But that was like in my subconscious. I didn't think about that in the forefront. I was like, these aren't that scary. And then when I was all alone, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I haven't been able to do it. I don't know if I'll be able to. I'm always going to be alone. So I mean, with a kid, that's not safe. A cat, that's not safe. Scarier. <laughs> She's like, last night, I just have to tell this funny story. Banjo does this thing. That's my cat. It's not a real banjo. I think. <laughs> my spooky haunted banjo. <laughs> oh my God. What is wrong with us? That is hilarious. Okay, my cat, who is named Banjo, she does this thing where she like bats me to get my attention if I'm like laying in bed or something. But she does it on my side and it tickles me really bad. And I think she totally knows it. Like, oh, it's going to get her to move and yeah. stuff. And I like, I like, I was laying there like trying to fall asleep. And I heard she's like, meow. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then I like felt her like coming up, like past my legs and like got like right up to my side. And I like felt her paw. I was like, don't tickle me. <laughs> and I, And I was like. Did I just yell at my cat to not tickle me? Yes. Things are going badly. <laughs> so anyways, I, she did it still. She still tickled me and got up and went and got her thing. Banjo likes to drink out of three different, different types of water devices. This is why I can't move on in my life. This is why you should not get a dog. You think that's high maintenance. She's a 16 year old cat. She's a grandmother. <laughs> She drinks water from the dripping faucet. That's her fave. And then this cup by my bed. So there's always a cup in my room. It's just cat water. And then a cup in the bathroom, too. I didn't know you were so accommodating. Yeah. I also feed her one third cup of cat food each day. She munches on it throughout the day. I can't. We can't just feed. Like, with three dogs, you can't just put food in a bowl. She just goes and, like, it'll be empty and she'll just sit there in front of it and stare at it for a really long time. That's me all day between meals. And then I'll be, like, in the living room, I'll (laughs) pretend like I can't see her. And then she'll be like, I just gave a look. That's all. And then she just looks at me and I'm like, okay, I'll feed you. And then I go and feed her. I don't know why I'm telling the story. And then I make her some egg salad. Stop. Okay, so what else? Whose week is it? For starts? For starting? Yeah. I'm going to have to get on uh, iTunes. Well, do you do that while I talk about Blue Hole? Oh, we're still talking? (laughs) Should we cut cut this out? (laughs) All right. Well, I just wanted to talk about Blue Hole because I've been thinking about it ever since we went and how much fun I had swimming in the freezing cold water. It was so pretty, but we went as a little trip with the brothers and the adopted brother and the Wait, should we have all three of them on the podcast? No. I think Evan would be really good on the podcast. Evan's great. Sorry, Noah. <laughs> Noah would be good. Okay, let's have Noah has really interesting topics. You're right. So we can do and an Brian, ep- episode where we, either, we tell five stories. They're going to be short stories. I think we wouldn't tell stories. We would mediate. Excuse me. This is our <laughs> podcast. Uh, how rude of you. I think Brian would have something interesting to say. He could talk about literally anything. I know. He's so smart. Brian, you're smart. You're smart, Brian. But you have to listen to our podcast now because we just gave you a really good compliment. A lot of times I just like smile and nod. That's how I am with the boys all the time. <laughs> 
because I'm like, that's why he's the adopted guys, brother. What are you guys talking about? And why do you live on another plane? I don't know. Ninety nine percent of the time, I'm like, <laughs> okay. I don't know. Ninety nine. <laughs> I don't know. Ninety nine guys. Okay. Well, we can stop. Uh, you know. Oh, oh no. You want to tell something? <laughs> Are we really going to keep talking? Okay, so Noah has a dickhead sense of humor. Sure. And he he said that I'm stupid or something. Oh, my God. And I was I was kind of butthurt, but I've learned how to go with the flow with his personality. It's like if you don't um, go with it, it's worse. Yeah, because it, he doesn't really mean it. Yeah. Anyways, we're not get, diving into that portion This is the a therapy session. But on the way home, he was in my car from Blue Hole, and I said do you really think I'm stupid? And he said, no, I do not think you're stupid. You're actually, stupid. <laughs> you're incredibly intelligent and beautiful. <laughs> he said, but he did say you're incredibly smart. And I think you just play dumb. <laughs> Tara, you've got to stop having conversations about your but intelligence. I, honestly, the reason I think that he thinks that I play dumb is because I have no idea what they're talking about most of the time. So you are truly playing. <laughs> I truly am playing. Dumb. You're playing smart. I'm so it comes across. <laughs> I know what you're talking about entirely. Not. I didn't know I looked like a deer in headlights. No. I need to work on my playing like I know what's going on game. So now that um yeah you probably do but so now that I've kind of got a clear direction with school maybe. <laughs> That's a very loose sentence, but maybe like I kind of have a routine down maybe a little uh-huh. bit more. And after we get back from Arches, me and the Healthy Life Girls, that's our name on our group chat, are going to start doing um, training for a 5K. Oh, can and I train you? With are you are totally welcome to train with us. Can Leslie? Um, yeah. It, we're going to do, you're going to love it, the Dunder Mifflin 5K. What what is yeah. that? Where is you can that? just sign up online. It's like a virtual one. You can do it wherever. Virtual now. You can do it wherever you want. When is it? Whenever you want. But there's shirts involved. Okay. So we're gonna get the Dunder Mifflin shirts, and we thought about doing our last names on the back. Will you uh, send me the deets, and I'll invite Leslie. Sure. You totally can have the deets. So guess what? This is our thirteenth episode. That's an odd number. Me. You start. So I had the pleasure of hanging out with a childhood friend, my friend Lindsay. That's my friend Lindsay. You'd like her. Wait, um, Lindsay W. White? <laughs> I don't know if she wants her identity spoken. I'm of. sorry, but she's my friend too. Okay, I'll tell her that, that she's, we're all friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I told her full name on this. Also, I just need to tell a really quick story about her and I. So whatever reason, I hung out with her a lot when I was in high school uh-huh. without you there. And it was her and I and Kara, who we've also talked about on the pod before. And we were driving the car. She did not have a stereo in her car. She carried a boombox in her car. <laughs> and we played CDs on it. And we were playing Garth Brooks, duh. And we were all singing, like, super loud. And we were on the highway. And we were on, like, the access road next to the highway. And there was a couch. Couch. In the middle of the road. And she was like, ah! and we're like screaming and like swerved. And we're like, why was there a couch? And, you know, anyways, that was for you, Lindsay W. <laughs> okay, sorry, go. Well, Lindsay and I hung out and she actually listens to the podcast. Great. So I'm going to text her tonight before we edit to make sure it's okay that we said her full name. 
Do you care if our one listener in Germany hears that your last name? We have more than that. Okay. Anyway, she mentioned that like a lot of the time when we're talking, she never knows what we're talking about because I think mostly I talk about TV a lot. Sure you do. Um, And she doesn't watch TV. She's an avid reader. Every time I see you, you're like, Sheridan, you have to watch this show and this thing. And I'm like, I will. <laughs> In well, two years. And I just finished watching all the Parks and Rec again. How do you have this time? I I multitask with Parks and Rec. That's true. In the I do office. Know that. There are certain shows you can do that. Anyways, I wish I could be more like her. She would rather sit down and read than watch TV. But for me, I'm just like, Ugh, my brain doesn't want to do that anymore. I know. For some reason, reading's been out for me lately. But that's just because I'm busy. Well, that's why I started the book club. Was because I actually enjoy reading, but I put it on the back burner a lot because it's like, I just want to mentally check out. Um, With that being said, she inspired me to do a little more research on one of my favorite books. Where the Wild Things Are. Shades of Grey. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. That is where the wild things are. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh my. What? Are you being serious? <laughs> yes, that book is not good. I read all of the books. It's not good. Okay, it's not good, but here's the thing. When you're bored, some little smut is some nice to read sometimes. A little smut, some nice to read. It's some smut, some nice to read. <laughs> Listen, it's I not read- even, first of all, it's not even about that. It's just so poorly written. It's bad. Okay, that's true. But I can't hey, lie. I Listen, can't, and I'm not trying to talk trash. That woman or whoever wrote the book, she's a multimillionaire now. They yeah. turned them all in the movies. Yeah, exactly. So I just want to say I worked at Barnes and Noble at the time, so I didn't purchase these books. I just read them all for free there because we could like check out books. And wait, you really could check out books? Yeah, we like if you were an employee, you could check out books like a library. I didn't know that, mm-hmm. and I still have one. Sorry, Barnes and Noble. You know what my favorite books? Not from, a Shades of Grey book. It's a different book. All the books that I really loved, and it always makes me think of going to Barnes & Noble, is the... Um, Where the Wild Things Are. <laughs> Outlander series. Oh, yeah. And I do not watch this sh- TV show, guys. I don't like it. That guy does not look like Jamie. He looks like a weenie Jamie. Oh, damn. You heard it first here on Thanksgiving. But I also don't really care for the Grey's Anatomy guy. No, Shades of Grey guy. (laughs) (laughs) Which, do you care about the Grey's Anatomy guy, too? I mean, I watched Grey's... I watched Grey's until... I mean, I watched like the first three seasons. I think I only watched the first three seasons. There's 78 (laughs) seasons of of Shades of Grey's Anatomy. And okay, so I do care about the gray Shades of Grey Anatomy. Uh, Jamie Dornan. Mm. He hottie boy. Listen. You don't like his little nose. Whatever. I would date him. It's not that. <laughs> but I wouldn't marry him. <laughs> I He's just what if I had to pick out of all the Hollywood guys, he would not be my first pick. And that's how I feel about the guy who plays Jamie for Outlander. Okay, that's fine. But let's just talk about how Jamie Dornan can do a uh, arm push on a like pommel horse, lifting his legs straight out behind him. With just... So can every other Hollywood guy. No, I don't think that's true. (laughs) That is true. I'm going to do a a scientific experiment where I have to go and question all the Hollywood 
actors about this and make them take their shirts off and show me if they can do this little arm push-up thing on a pommel horse with their legs sticking out behind them with their shirts off and their pants off. Do you even care what my favorite book of 2019 was? You already said it was Shades of Grey's Anatomy (laughs) and Where the Wild Things Are. Okay, tell me about your favorite book of 20,100 years that we've been alive. My favorite book of 2019 was Where the Crawdads Sing. That's why I said Where the Wild Things Are. Oh my God, it's wild things are. Did you read it? I can't remember. Taryn. Yes, I read it. I cried like a babe. It's so good. So good. Well, it's a really interesting, for those who haven't read it, it's a really interesting coming-of-age book. The main character is abandoned in the marshes of North Carolina. So she basically raises herself. and along, Welcome to the show. <laughs> and along with that, there's a murder, there's love triangles, there's a, a whole new environment that most of us Okies aren't familiar with. Um, it's a very, very enjoyable read. Like, I fully enjoyed it hands down one of my favorite books i did ask Lindsay. she said she didn't like like it that much i know which is fine because she's an avid reader so like i'm like you get to you get to be choosy listen Lindsay. <laughs> listen up listen clearly that's that is weird that you didn't like it it seems <clears throat> like it would uh rock her boat i don't know mm. i mean if you read constantly i feel like you become more particular whereas if you don't read constantly you're like you might be more, you might be easily manipulated into <laughs> liking the book. <laughs> if you don't read a lot, you might like the book because it's the only book you've read. <laughs> but if you read a lot, you have a lot to choose from so you can tell what's good and what's not good. Got you. I got you. Listen, 2019 was a good year for me in reading. <laughs> okay, good. Hey, 2020, also, not so much. When we were in the book, wait, I'm sorry. When I was in the book club, let's, let's be real here. I dipped out way earlier on, um... We read a book called Just Tapping Into My Memory Bank. Book of Speculation. Do you remember this? I still think about this book all the time because I had the biggest crush on the main character and I still do. I think about him all the time. He was the librarian. Wait, what was the book about? Okay, I'm telling you right now. He was a li- <laughs> <laughs> He was a librarian. He was like, and there was like a flood. Oh, shit. I forgot. I must have I forgot. <laughs> But the it was like two stories happening simultaneously. One was about like a circus, and it was all about the circus people yes. and fortune teller, yeah, and an acrobat maybe or a contortionist. It's all I didn't finish that book. Oh my god! I have a strict like if I'm not into it by chapter three, I'm not wasting my time. You only give three chapters. I think that's plenty. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm sorry I really got off topic, but I really like that book, and I still think about that boy. The, li- the librarian main character boy. I had the, I, I was like, he's, I would marry that guy. Aw. Right? <laughs> Stupid. Well, you can't marry book characters. Maybe you could in your mind's eye. <laughs> well, BC, before Corona, one of our local bookstores, Magic City Books, brought the author of Where the Crawdads Sing, in case you've lost the topic. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the author, Delia Owens, to Tulsa. And I was privileged enough to go see her speak. And yes. she is a very fascinating woman. Uh, Delia Owens was born in Georgia to an outdoorsy mom who encouraged her to go outside. And her whole saying was, go out to where the crawdads sing. She was saying, 
get away from me. I need some space. <laughs> She's like, I'm so sick of these kids. <laughs> you know, guys, where the crawdads sing? That's where I want you to go. And they're like, we don't know where that is. Yep, keep going. <laughs> You'll hear them singing. <laughs> Bye. It's actually a really good it's method. It's so good. <laughs> So Delia has been writing her whole childhood. She was winning awards in elementary school. And when she went to college, she actually decided to pursue science instead of literature. What? Delia? I know. What's a Delia? (laughs) Dang, that was good. She graduated from the University of Georgia with a zoology degree. Wow. Yeah. With an emphasis on animal behavior. Okay. She then traveled to Africa with her husband, and they lived in Kalahari in a tent. Okay. Completely isolated. Nope, that's all right with me. In a highly remote area. Terrified. For seven years. Bad idea. They studied lions and... Were eaten... Oh, sorry. (laughs) They studied a pride of... A pride of highly adorable lions. Got you. Got you again. And then she found a love for the brown hyenas that would be hanging around because they would eat, you know, the leftovers. I think I need to ask this question for our listeners as well. Are brown hyenas the same as laughing hyenas? I have no idea. Go back to Kalahari for seven years and let me know. (laughs) Mrs. Owens could tell you. Okay. Uh, her research on the hyenas actually earned her a PhD from the University of California. And honestly, like just researching this and seeing all these pictures of her life in Africa, I'm just like, maybe I should get a degree no. in zoology. <laughs> no. But Gemini. It looks, it looks so fun. You've got to stick to your guns, Taryn. I know I am. But I love adventure. So, from there, they moved to North Luangwa. That's right. To study elephants. I know. And they, like, had a... They got an abandoned baby elephant. No, no. And they raised it. Uh, Does that not sound amazing? Oh, I want a baby elephant so much. (laughs) It would be so fun. Man, can you imagine going from, like, looking at lions and hyenas earlier? Because I'm sure you're scared a little bit, at least... You should be. For the majority of your day. If you're sane. And then you're like, i playing with a baby elephant now. It was worth it. Totally. Except for when the big elephants come out. That would be a little scary for me. It would be. If, I mean, they, they were really angry could, yeah. at you. Yeah. So. We're zoologists, so. It's fine. <laughs> I've watched enough alone to. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched enough Jungle Book to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so while they were there studying the elephants, their nearby villages, they set up programs for the villagers to provide job assistance um, and any other kind of needs they might need because the community there was resorting to poaching for money. Dang it. So they're like, I mean, these people are amazing. Yeah. You're like, how are you so cool? Like, and here I'm complaining about my job and they're like, we're fighting for animals. I'm like, dang it. Okay. I wonder if they eat meat. They probably do. They probably Uh, eat elephant meat. (laughs) Sharon said that so seriously, you guys. I was. Don't you? uh, No, I don't think they eat elephants. Okay. Anyway, maybe it tastes really good. I would think it's really tough. Tangy. Tough and tangy. Tusky. <laughs> this is a little tusky, don't you think? Gross. We've gone too far. Sorry. So, altogether, her and her husband spent about 23 years of their life studying the mammals of Africa. Wow. 23 years of their life? I know. That's how old I am. 
<laughs> the one common thread she found within all the species she studied was the importance of female grouping in those oh, social animals. Yes. I know. I thought that was really interesting and just thinking about even our lives as humans, we're still mammals. And we do tend to group up with like-minded people, but there's still generally this idea of female empowerment. We get together. We we go to the bathroom together. We get ready for parties together. We build nonprofits together. You do my eyeliner for me sometimes. Yeah. That's true. Yours are very real and mine are like very surface level, but that's okay. But it's true. I read a meme. Can I just say it? This is, it goes along with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. It was like, man, COVID, I, because of COVID, you all haven't got to go in a bathroom and get pumped up by a drunk girl in a while. So let me just tell you, girl, you are worth it. You do not deserve that man. (laughs) Or he does not deserve you. Sorry. It it was like all these things drunk girls say to like pump you up in your bathroom. And I was like, I miss drunk girl encounters in the bathroom. They're the best. I've made the best friends in bathrooms. I have like selfies with girls in bathrooms. I I did make some friends, but I don't know. You know, Noah talked about my poor personality. So you're in the bathroom, like washing your hands, like... I guess so. <laughs> Get away from me. And now the girls are like, we love you. You're like, fuck off. I think so. Damn. I don't feel that way, but I think I come off that way. You're just such a adult. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Go tell me more about this lady. Well, uh, to wrap up their whole Africa life, their project that they set up in those communities is still running today and is funded what? by their their foundation which is called the owens foundation of wildlife conservation that's amazing so when delia and her husband came back to the united states they wanted to live somewhere wild and they've been working hard on conversation conservation for grizzly bears wolves and the wetlands so they've been really into our uh our american conservation (laughs) So I shared where them. do they live now? They live in Idaho. What? There yeah. are wetlands there. I don't know. <laughs> Just seems very mountainy and potatoey. <laughs> no, no, we have an episode called mountains of potatoes. Sorry. That's hilarious. So now she lives in Idaho. She's riding. Obviously she rides horses. Oh my God. I was going to ask you if she rides horses. <laughs> she, that is so weird. She rides horses and she does a lot of exploring. I love her. Uh, when Devin and I went to Montana, we flew into Spokane, and then we drove over to Whitefish, Montana. Ugh, my favorite place on earth. And we had to drive through the northern tip of Idaho. Where all the potatoes are. And there were no potatoes, first of all. Sorry. It was gorgeous. I ate them all. When we go back to Whitefish, we are going to go fly into Spokane, rent a car, and go over. I'm for it. Like, And no. we're going to spend a few days in Idaho. When we do this next, it's just you and I going, right? Yeah. Okay. Don't you think uh. it'd be easier? Yeah, I mean, Miller's welcome to come, but I'm even more so. I'm just like, let's go. I agree. Let's go. So that is the amazing and interesting story of Delia Owens, who wrote Where the Crawdads Sing. I love it. A beautiful story. I got, of course, a lot of my information from Wikipedia and... The book jacket for Where the Crawdads Sing. <laughs> Basically, I got it from her website. <laughs> That's perfect. Awesome. Good job. Thanks. That's not Taryn. <laughs> well, are you ready for my story? Bring it on. It's funny you should have talked about her because this story has nothing to do with her at all. 
It's so funny because when Leslie came on the show, she was like, I'm scared you guys are going to do my story. And I was like, that's so funny because we used to be scared we were going to do each other. And then we realized we literally are never thinking on the same wavelengths as far as stories go. And we have never matched up. So, but I will say your little uh, nod to Mark McDonald being Scottish earlier does apply. So here we go. Let me adjust this Mikey. All right. So this story is going to come as no surprise to you because I'm going to do the story on the one and only Loch Ness Monster. So I'm going to preface by saying that for some reason I've always been really obsessed with Scotland and, you know, just thought maybe I was from there or would love to live there. Do you think Ewan McGregor had something to do with this? One thousand percent. That's enough. I was cheering myself. I think it's Ewan McGregor. (laughs) Good one. Damn, that was a good one. So I had a friend in high school who always gave everybody nicknames. And um, they always stuck. Everybody always kept their nickname. Everybody called them that. It was actually really hard for me to sometimes know what their real names were. If they were in older grades, I was like, I don't know this person's real name. But anyway, so my friend gave me the nickname Nessie after the Loch Ness Monster. And it only stuck for a little bit. Nobody called me that after he graduated. But that's okay. Things fizzle out. If you guys want to call me Nessie. No, I'm just kidding. Please don't. I, it's so funny. Like, that really impacted me. I still always think of that. Of them calling me Nessie? Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. There is a girl that I saw one day, and we had been friends in that group, but I haven't seen her since. And I saw her, and she had, like, two kids with her, and I was like, Cake! We always called her Cake. And she was like, Oh my God, nobody has called me Cake since high school. And I was like, honestly, I'm not sure what your real name is. (laughs) And she was like, I'm, it's Kate. And I was like, oh, (laughs) thank God. She's like, but I could tell you were saying Cake. I was like, yeah, I was saying Cake. You're like, I'm a teacher. I enunciate really well. (laughs) Hey, Cake. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I called her. So anyways, that's the whole story. Did she remember that your name was Nessie? Um, we didn't talk about it. Oh. But yes. <laughs> of course. So uh, that's the whole story. And that's all I wanted to tell you guys. Bye. <laughs> all right. Um, so I was looking on my tiny computer and came across an article that had sparked my interest. And I decided that I was going to tell you all about the Loch Ness Monster, who is sometimes called Nessie like me. Weird, right? Um, so twins. <laughs> really, we were. Um, or are depending on what your beliefs of the Loch Ness Monster are. (laughs) So it is a large marine creature believed by some people to inhabit Loch Ness, Scotland. And did you know that Loch means lake in Scottish? I actually did. I'm so proud of you keeping up with your Scottish lessons. Listen, you and I both have a thing about Scotland. I thought you were going to say you and McGregor and I. You and you and McGregor. I know. I love Scotland too. I'm like I wanted JP from. <laughs> this is Outlander. good. We're tying everything together. So if I could go anywhere right now, like on a trip, I would pick Scotland. Uh, me too. Scotland. Did you hear me? I'm. I'm already. It's happening. You didn't sound Scottish damn, at all. Damn it. Sorry for all our Scottish fans. That was really embarrassing. I really hope we have Scottish fans. Please invite me to your house. Don't murder me. Okay. So however, however well known and talked about this is much of the alleged evidence supporting its existence has been discredited and it is widely thought that the monster is just a myth. No. 
I don't think so. But we'll 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 do some investigating and then we'll dis- discuss at the end what you think is true and false. So reports of monsters inhabiting Loch Ness date back to ancient times. Notably, local stone carvings depict a mysterious beast with flippers. The first written account appears in a biography of St. Columba from 565 AD. And according to that work, the monster bit a swimmer and was prepared to attack another man when St. Columba intervened, ordering the beast to go back. And it obeyed, and over the centuries, only occasional sightings were reported. And many of these alleged encounters seemed inspired by Scottish folklore, which abounds with mythical water creatures. They have, like, lots of stories that talk about water creatures. So it was pretty, like, not that surprising, I guess. Hmm, interesting. In 1933... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's really great, Oh, neat, neat, neat. Uh, (laughs) Okay, really? Anyways, in 1933, the Loch Ness Monster's legend began to grow. At the time, they had just built a road adjacent to Loch Ness, and it had just been finished, and it offered an unobstructed view of the lake. And a couple that same year saw an enormous animal, which they compared to a dragon or prehistoric monster, after it had crossed their car's path and disappeared into the water. Just lollygaggling around. I think they're lying. What else could it have been? They were a on big acid. Old sheep? <laughs> I don't know. They were the first people in 1933 to drop acid, and they saw. I think they're liars. What could they have gained from lying about that? Media attention. They, they didn't want. Okay. Okay, so the incident was reported to a Scottish newspaper, and numerous sightings started to follow. In December of 1933, the Daily Mail commissioned Marmaduke Wetherill. <laughs> I have to say his name because it's an amazing name. I'm naming my next dog Marmaduke. Please. But only call him Marma for short. Don't call him Duke for short. Duke's like an overused dog name. It's so cute. Okay. Anyways, he was a big game hunter and they commissioned him to locate the sea serpent. Along the lake's shores, he found large footprints that he believed belonged to a very powerful, soft-footed animal about 20 feet long. However, um, upon closer inspection, zoologists at the Natural History Museum determined that the tracks were identical and made using something to create the footprints. Hmm. But it does say that Marmaduke Weatherall was not the one who created them. And mostly, I just wanted to say his name again. I feel like, how did they know? That... They sat down and asked him, Marmaduke, did you do this? No. <laughs> You're in big trouble if you did, mister. I definitely didn't do it. I'm I'm not even Marmaduke Weatherall. That's I my have brother. A, I was I was in Ireland. I wasn't in Scotland. Different different part of the world actually. I was somewhere else. Anyways, the news of these footprints began as a hoax. Um uh, or sorry, being a hoax only seemed to spur efforts to prove that the monster's existence was real. And a year later, an English English physician, Robert Kenneth Wilson, photographed the alleged creature. This was the iconic image known as the surgeon's photograph. And it appeared to show the monster's small head and neck poking out of the water. Littlefoot. It looks like Littlefoot hanging out. And the Daily Mail printed the photograph, sparking an international sensation. Many speculated that the creature was a plesiosaur, a marine reptile that went extinct some 65.5 million years ago. 
Okay. So like one plesiosaur has remained all this time. He's a grandmother. I mean, yeah, it's it's unlikely. But, but like maybe it isn't the only one and it keeps having babies. And then they just keep having in such. So you're calling the Loch Ness Monster an incestual Incestual. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. So the Loch Ness. But in Jurassic Park, they were procreating (laughs) asexually. in Scotland, they're just knocking out the lost world out there. (laughs) So the Loch Ness area attracted numerous monster hunters. Over the years, several sonar explorations were undertaken to locate the creature, but none were successful. So... Not even sonar has proved that there's anything in the lake. How deep does the lake get? So are you getting to that? Yeah, I'm going to get to that in just a second. (laughs) (laughs) The lake is... It's in my notes. I'm just scrolling. (laughs) Through Google. 892 feet deep. Wait, how many miles is that? Deep? (laughs) In miles. (laughs) Uh, no, <laughs> that's incorrect information, oh tiny computer. Wait, how yeah, you deep get, you is have... your love? Block. What's the lake called? <laughs> Loch Ness? Oh. <laughs> Okay, this is a pause for everybody. Taryn is coming up. 745 inches. That, Anyways, I'm going back to the story. Quit asking things. So, um, yeah, so these sonar explorations. 227 miles. Deep? Or is that around the lake? Oh, that might be meters. <sighs> we don't know meters. We're Americans. <laughs> Are you really? I I don't know. Uh, I know I'm getting con- <laughs> in my research. I don't know. It's basically like 800 something feet deep. Well, so how deep is the lake? Love- how deep is Grand Lake? <laughs> 12 feet deep. Probably like 400 feet deep. How deep? Because listen, Grand Lake's a man-made lake. Loch Ness is a real lake. 164 feet. See, that was so shallow. I'm sorry. I said 400. That was a joke. (laughs) That's scary. Oh, my God. That's deep. Oh, my God. 100 feet is so deep. 10 feet is deep. We're we're, we're five and a half feet tall. Okay. I'm not that boring. Okay. (laughs) All right. Stop, stop, stop. Let's listen. So... In addition, numerous photographs allegedly show the beast, but most were discredited as fakes or as depicting other animals or objects. And in 1994, it was revealed that Wilson's photograph was a hoax spearheaded by revenge-seeking Weatherall. The monster (laughs) was actually just a plastic and wooden head attached to a toy submarine. Oh, my God. Where did he... A toy... What is a toy submarine? Like it's a motor car with a exactly. remote thing. Oh, like a motorized little boat that goes under the water? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it was like a piece of wood and something. What year was it? 1994. <laughs> no, I mean, I think he took that picture a long time ago. Oh. He took the picture in 1934. <gasps> it was a wooden something. 
But it was made, there was plastic in 1934 too. So I don't know for sure, but. Not in Scotland. Not in Scotland. <laughs> they were living in the olden days with their sheep. So um, in 2018, researchers. The Scottish hate us. We they, show up. We're like, we love Scotland. We can't wait to come visit. And they're like, get out of our country. Yeah, dirty, plastic loving Americans. <laughs> we don't have plastic. <laughs> we here. only have wood here in 2020. <laughs> we hope so. That's why we're coming. Okay, so for the wood. <laughs> that's what she said. Okay, in 2018, researchers conducted a DNA survey of Loch Ness to determine what organisms lived in the water. No signs of a plesiosaur or other large animals were found. No. Big surprise, right? <laughs> that they didn't find any dinosaurs alive. But what if they found dinosaur bones? Okay. <laughs> okay. They, you know, maybe they, maybe they could have. I don't know. But so this finding left open the possibility that the monster is an oversized eel. I, I could see that. That's kind of what they but left That's a huge-ass eel. Dude, if I saw that eel, I'd be like, I'm never going in water again. Yeah, no. It would be hard. Are, eels are very scary looking. Yeah, if we've learned anything from the Little Mermaid, they're little assholes, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> Flotsam, jetsam. Sorry. I feel like I they're getting a lot of judgmental vibes because of the way they look well and they were a they're like we can't help that we have rbf and they breathe through their mouth their gills are in their mouth so they leave their mouth open all the time and they're like hey, and they have the sharp yeah. teeth hey and you're like can you close your mouth you're freaking me out i didn't know that how'd you know that because i read the little plaque next to them at the oklahoma aquarium oh look at you being all oh, smart so Sheridan has the most random trivia. I really do. So sorry. But okay. So in 2012, George Edwards, a boat skipper, claimed that he had seen Nessie in a photo taken from Fort Augustus on the loch's southern tip. The stunning picture of Loch Ness. That's what she said. Oh my. Just a tip. (laughs) Sheridan. What? Too far. I don't care anymore. (laughs) When you're single, you just think about things. The stunning picture of Love Loch Ness claimed that he had finally found definitive proof of the giant creature's existence. But guess what? A year later. More liars. He's a liar. A year later, he admits that he made the whole thing up, that the image was created with a fake fiberglass model of Nessie from a National Geographic documentary. He had some friends in high places. How did he get it? <laughs> They're like, hey, um, George. We need, we need Scottish uh, uh, extras. And his cousin was like. <laughs> yeah. He was like, hey. He's like, man, you know, I've been really wanting to be in a movie. And he's like, well, I got this uh, fake Loch Ness monster from this set I was on for this documentary. Anyway, so. You know, this kind of makes me think of. Um, I was listening to that spooked podcast. And one of the episodes talks about Yetis or Bigfoot. <gasps> mm, I love it. And it's basically some border town. I can't remember where now, but they like have pretty substantial evidence that there's some creatures that are living as a family in that I'm, area. Oh my God. I'm about that. Will you do that as a story? Yeah. Okay. Write it down. I okay. will. <laughs> in 2014, a satellite photo on the Apple Maps app seemingly showed a 100-foot shape swimming in the loch. 
and the mysterious outline sparked renewed interest in Nessie after a lull in several years, but the official Loch Ness Monster fan club just said it was likely that it was just a boat wake making the shadow. I believe that. But listen, we all want something to believe in. I know. They all just like, oh my God, look, it's happening. It's happening. It's back. But yeah, after such a lull, you don't really think it's real anymore. So there have been reports and pictures or videos all the way up to 2019. And people really believe that Nessie exists. Some of these encounters are very obviously not real. But sometimes the photos are pretty legit and do make you question things. This makes me think of on Harry and the Hendersons when the avid, like, Yeti believer, he has, like, gift shop and everything and he gets to meet Harry. Oh, yeah. He's like, I knew you were real. Oh, my God. And that scene was great. Uh, Uh, I'm watching that tonight. Tonight? I want to watch it. I haven't seen it so long. It's so, oh my gosh, that whole scene, I feel emotional thinking about it. Oh, you love that movie. Um, Despite the lack of conclusive (laughs) evidence, the Loch Ness Monster remained popular and profitable. In the early 21st century, it was thought that it contributed to nearly 80 million annually for Scotland's economy. That is incredible. People come there for Nessie. So when we go to Scotland, are we going to go look? Yes. I feel like I just want to go see it. I not feel like the monster. we shouldn't. Why? You mean we're going to get that close to my namesake and not go see it? Your namesake for one year. Yeah, it's <laughs> worth it. Let me work it. So that's it. That's the story of the Loch Ness Monster Aww. and how people still truly believe that he's out there just swimming around. I like around. to believe. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. My my like faith. And things like that has been kind of shook since we lost our dad. Yeah, that's true. No, I was going to say the same thing because like kind of magic things don't seem as magical. And so it's like, yeah, I used to like really love it and think about it a lot. And like, but now I'm just like, eh. yeah, maybe, maybe not. But I did get a lot of my information from an article from Britannica.com and the sun.uk. And there you have it. The legend of Nessie is alive and well. Good job. Thanks. Thank you. You you ready to do tiny googs? Yeah, I want you to go first, though. So one of my tiny googs is sourdough starter. (gasps) What? So uh, a Facebook friend who I know through Junior League, she's like a, um, it's your kid. Do you want me to pause? (laughs) I don't think that we can hear it. Okay. Yeah. our uh my husband and her daughter sound like they're having a wwe <laughs> sounds rest- like he's throwing her into the wall maybe <laughs> it does. like be careful guys but we're this close to the end we're finishing yeah you guys listen so uh we got some starter from a friend and Devin used it all and i don't think he really knew what he was doing and he has been trying to start starter for like a month now and i told him finally cuz another friend through <laughs> Leadership Tulsa, she posted a picture of this bread she made. I was like, that needs, and I need that in my life like yesterday. I want it now. So That's I started, how I am about all bread. I started my own starter. <gasps> Are you excited? Today's day two, so basically you, you feed it every day. Yeah. I got a, a sourdough starter from a neighbor, and I fed it like twice, and then I forgot all about it so <laughs> i threw it away and you, i know like i think i've told you this and you're like sharon that could have been this or that and it probably was and i was like 
because the, the line stops here because starter if you keep feeding it and this is why i think devin screwed up like people have their like great great grandmother's starter yeah that they started that's kind of weird but yeah it's true I mean, and I bet that bread's the best bread in the world. Oh my world. god, I just want a really sour piece of dough right With now. With some butter on it, a little bit of salt, maybe. Mm, mm. Yes. Sounds good. Well, that's a great tiny goo. Good Thanks. job. Um, my tiny goo is uh that it's cooling off yeah, and I've God. been thinking of some fun things to do in the fall because with COVID and not being able to go out to like school and stuff. I know, and we're like one of the top nation states in the nation of COVID. We can do it all. Guys. We're winning Oklahoma. We are getting the highest numbers in something. <laughs> so anyways, I kind of been thinking about like we could go camping and things like that, but I just kind of wanted to start like a little list of things to do in the fall. So I'm going to tell you my top three things that I Googled or that I found from my Google is the Talamina National Scenic Highway. Oh, I want to do that. Yes, you can come with us. It's supposed to be really pretty when the leaves start to change colors. Yes, I want to do that. So we're going to do that. And then we would like to go, I would, I'm going to put Miller as a we, <laughs> that uh, horseback riding at Robber's Cave. Nope. I know you're going to say it. that, but listen, I got to redeem the bad horseback riding story with a good one. And Miller's old enough that it will be fun. No, it won't. You're not coming on that trip? Nope. Anyway, well, I'll watch you all. from No. Fine. Watch us. Watch me. Watch me. And then you're going to walk back up and you're going to be like, it was so fun. And you're going to be glaring <laughs> yeah. at me. No matter what happens on that trip, I'm going to tell you it was fun. You'll glare at me while you say it. And the third one that I really want to do is the Poto Balloon Fest. It's all hot air balloons. I did not know Oklahoma has a balloon festival. Well, we do. and I uh, really want to go to that one. What is it? There's one at the river, to, uh, the Illinois River, too. When I lived in Tahlequah, we would go to the one there. That's fun. And, I mean, we went like twice. It was like a yearly thing. But anyways, um, there were so many more, but those were the top ones on my list. I want to do all those minus the horseback riding. Sure. Whatever. Do you have another tiny goog? No. Okay. Well, I do want to tell one more. Okay. Okay. Uh, hold on. Let me see. Do I have a tiny goo for you? She's like checking her no. phone. No. <laughs> okay. So I know that we talk about the show alone a lot. Oh, God. I love it. We're watching season seven. And first of all, we had to buy it. So Devin and I was like, we can watch it. But he didn't want to watch the commercials. That's how spoiled we are. Oh, we are. We are all really spoiled. So we bought the whole season. And it's really competitive now because season seven still mongolia no they're in the arctic again oh okay and i just feel like it's changing a lot because people are watching the show so they can really practice their skills yeah to try to get on the show and also like they have a ridiculously attractive group i like it i'm just kidding you will like it but there's also some methods Okay. I know that's judgmental. So but it's my goog was after watching this show, I was thinking, why don't you like bring a plant or some seeds with you? Yeah. So I Googled like fastest growing plants, but I know you'd have to look up like in the region and stuff. But basically I just found out that um, radishes and arugula grow the fastest. Oh, that's really good. To yeah. Know. And so I was thinking, what if I don't think you could, I mean, you could bring seeds as one of your 10 items. But what if you brought like a plant, like it's already started to grow and then replant it so it can grow more 
That's not a bad idea. And then you have like arugula. I hate arugula, to be honest, but at least not when you're stuck. Exactly. And I don't love radishes either, but I could eat that. Oh, I I do like radishes. What if you had a radish, arugula radish salad? You'd be like, perfectly fine. You're still starving to death. And you're still starving. There's no (laughs) dressing on that salad. Oh, my God. The only way arugula tastes good is if you drench it in blue cheese. It's so true. All right. Well, that's my other tiny goose. That was a good one. I'm really intrigued by that. I think I'm wondering now if people don't do that because they don't know, like, what the environment will really be like. Because even in, like, the Arctic, they're all dropped off in these spaces that are, like, one space is totally different from the next. Oh, like, well, it's, it's true. Intense. You wouldn't know. And, and then you'd be really screwed because that's one that's item wasted. So yeah, like, so the one that is like Vancouver Island or whatever, you could probably think of something that would grow really well there, but they could take, Oh my God. <gasps> Did you just think of a good idea? Yes. What if they took a bush, a berry bush uh-huh. and brought it into their shelter and try to keep it populating more berries. So on season six, that girl made that little sauna, remember? Yes. You could make your little hut like a little greenhouse. Yes. <gasps> okay. Oh, it's time for us to go. <laughs> it's time for us <laughs> to end the episode. We'll keep thinking of all of your alone items because we talk about it every episode now. I know. Sorry, guys. It's so good. Watch it's, it. We, we just are. Lindsay, watch it. We're not doomsday prepping, but we're um, having to survive in the woods, potentially prepping. Yeah. All right. Ready to say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye.